This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Logical Weight Loss Podcast for June 21st, 2010. Today, we're talking about size does matter, and I've got a very special guest with a success story. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now, and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin, but I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it thin. Won't tell you lies thin. I won't smaller thighs thin, but I realize I guess I'll have to Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, thanking you very much for tuning in. I know your time is precious, and the fact that you've taken time to listen to me, I deeply appreciate it. Our website is LogicalLoss.com, and you can email me at Dave at LogicalLoss.com, or you can call in your comments. I'd love to hear your sparkling voice on this program. It's very simple. Just dial 888-563-3228. Or you can leave a comment out at our website, LogicalLoss.com. Join the forums, join the email list, subscribe to the podcast, LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. Well, I've been talking about a book I've been reading called Mindless Eating, Why We Eat More Than We Think. And today we're talking about the fact that size does matter, especially when it comes to serving bowls, things like that. Um, It says those, they gave these big, huge serving bowls to... uh, to eat out of and to serve out of. It says those who were given the huge bowls dished out huge amounts. In fact, they dished out 31% more ice cream in this case. It was a study. said it only makes it worse if you give them a big scoop. People with a large bowl and a three-ounce scoop dished out 57% more ice cream than those given a smaller bowl and a smaller scoop. Because it doesn't seem, when it's a big bowl and you just scoop out a little bit, it doesn't seem like anything compared to the rest that's still in the bowl. And again, with a three-ounce scoop versus a one-ounce scoop, eh, it's only one scoop. Well, it's three times bigger than that smaller scoop. And so they talked about this study in front of a bunch of students, and they really just beat them over the head on how the size of the plates, all these different things affect how much we eat. And they really just beat it over the head of these students. And then they used these same students who said, well, I wouldn't be tricked. I wouldn't be tricked. Uh, they used them in a study, and here's uh, that. So in late January, we invited these students to a Super Bowl party at a sports bar, and 40 students accepted. When they arrived, they were led to one of two rooms to get their snacks for the game. Those who were led into the first room found a table with two huge gallon bowls of Chex Mix. They were given a plate and asked to take as much as they wanted. As they got to the end of the line, we asked them to fill out a brief survey about Super Bowl commercials. 
there was only one empty corner of the table where they could put their plate while filling out the survey. What they didn't know was there was a scale under the tablecloth and that the amount they had served themselves was being weighed and recorded. In the second room, everything was the same except the checks mix had been put out in four half-gallon bowls. Um, what did our oversized bias experts do? Uh, in other words, the students. The students who served themselves from the gallon bowls took 53% more checks mix than those serving themselves from the half-gallon bowls. An hour later, we cleared away their plates, which had identification codes on the bottom. Not only did those who served themselves from the larger bowls take 53% more, they also ate more, 59% more. Um, no one is immune to serving size norms, not even the intelligent or the informed people who have been lectured on the subject ad nauseum. In the end, setting the table with the wrong dinner plates or serving bowls, the big ones, you know, sets the stage for overeating. And there are heavyweight consequences, especially when you're sitting in front of a wide variety of food. I just ate a salad at a place here in uh, Rocky River, Ohio called Herbs. And I'm going to tell you that the plate that I ate out of was probably over a, I'm going to say 14 inches wide. It was huge. And it was a giant, giant salad. And I'm telling you, if they had busted that salad into two, I would have probably eaten half of it and been full. But we do that. We, we eat. They say that if you go to Europe, the kitchens are even smaller because Americans go to Costco's or Sam's Club or whatever, and they buy the giant, you know, 400-ounce box of Frosted Flakes, right? We buy the pallet of diapers. We need these giant places. But the problem is if it's a giant box of spaghetti and you just pull a little bit out, it's still bigger than if you took a smaller amount of a small box. So size does matter because we look at, well, we're just pulling a little bit out. Well, it's a little bit of a, you know, if I take a, a, a small amount, if, if I only take 10% of Lake Erie, being that I'm here in Ohio, that's still a huge amount of water. Whereas if I take 10% of a backyard pool, well, that's not that much, right? So size does matter. That's why when you when you dish up dinner, you know, I, I have now purposely, um, I, I did an experiment on this this morning and, and saw that the bowl I'm using for my cereal in the morning, I can use one that's half the size. And I did, and I wasn't hungry. The amount of cereal I was eating was was too much. I didn't need it. So look at that. You know, start eating from smaller plates and you'll be amazed that, uh, you know, you're probably not going to be hungry and that you were just basically eating too much. All right. Well, joining me on the show, my favorite person in the whole wide world has been with me now for a whole 367 days, something like that. Uh, my wife, who's been a nurse for 20 years. And 24. 24, sorry. And um, has lost now how many pounds? 30. 30, okay. And being that we like to spotlight people who um, are doing things the right way, I thought I would talk to you about how you're doing it, what you're doing, how you feel, stuff like that. Okay. All right, so 
how are you you how how are you losing weight because you are losing weight consistently like about every couple days you come up and you're like hey i'm i'm down another pound or so so what are you doing i am trying to keep my calories around 1200 a day um whether it be with food and exercise or if i eat more than 1200 i exercise to get it to a total of 1200 a day my basal metabolic rate is about 1650 calories a day so um that keeps me consistently losing if i keep track (laughs) and then what are you how are you keeping track well i'm doing it mentally now in the beginning because i've been doing this since february end of february and in the beginning i wrote down everything that i was eating but now i i do it mentally so that's february march april may june we're almost into july so basically four and a half months about that yeah all right um and then what are you doing differently than you used to do like in terms of exercise um well i got myself a new bike I was going to the gym with you, of course, uh, when the weather was lousy, and started doing the stationary bike and um, doing some weights, not too much. I didn't want that to throw off my my weight loss by gaining muscle, so I didn't want to screw myself up mentally, but um, so I was riding the exercise bike for 45 minutes to an hour, and trying to do that three to four times a week, now I'm... Uh, I bought a new bike, and I'm getting outside and trying to do that at least five times a week. And I'm riding for about an hour and a half every time. All right. And how do you feel now compared to, say, four months ago? I, I feel like a different person. I have so much more energy. My attitude is better. I'm pulling clothes out that I haven't worn for years, which is exciting. Um, so every every week I go and, and pull out my old clothes and see how much looser they are on me. That's fun. Now, you've got, how, how much more weight do you want to lose? About 20, 20 more. Okay, so you've you've already lost 30. You want to lose another 20 more. So you at one point wanted to lose 50 pounds. How did you not look at that and go, oh my gosh, I got to lose 50 pounds. That's so much weight. Um, because I didn't put it on overnight. It took me a while to, you know, eat all the, the sweets that I was eating that packed the pounds on in the first place. And this has to be a lifestyle change. So I didn't want to set unrealistic expectations from the beginning because I've done that before and failed. So I'm taking it literally about five pounds at a time instead of looking at the whole mountain. Got it. Now, the other thing is, being that you're a, a nurse, you were telling me about a patient uh, the other day, and, and you deal with, when you're dealing with people, you're, they're really sick people in, in your case, um, and you had you were talking with somebody and um, I guess that they just start to cry or, or something or well this was a patient who had had a stroke um, uh, I work for a neurosurgeon and so she had come in for a follow-up she was on a stretcher and probably in her early 60s I think um, but she had been in good condition previously so she thought um, 
And at the end of her appointment, she was waiting out in the waiting room for the ambulance to take her back to the nursing home she is now in. And she just looked at me, and tears were running down her face, and she said, I just didn't take care of myself. I, I just, I didn't take care of myself, and I didn't think this would happen to me, and it did. And now look at me, and she just cried. And that was really profound because she was overweight, you know, didn't take care of herself, didn't exercise, didn't watch her weight, um, and didn't watch her blood pressure. And consequently, now she has no use of the left side of her body and is probably going to live in a nursing home for the rest of her life. So That's the other thing I always talk about. People have to know the why because otherwise exercise is just torture. So what's motivating you to, to lose the weight? Um, well, at first I was doing it basically appearance I had gotten to a point where I didn't want to look at myself in the mirror in the morning and I knew I needed to do something. Plus, my the pain in my knees and my hips was actually waking me up in the middle of the night. And so when it's affecting you on a daily basis like that, it's time to do something. And I have a terrible family medical history of heart disease. So I have the, the, the strikes against me to begin with. And for a while, I just took the attitude, well, I'm screwed. I'm going to eat my Reese's Cups anyway, since it doesn't matter what I do. But I'm not doing that anymore, and uh, and I'm going to keep doing it because that, the, that patient was uh, quite an influence. Now, the other thing that uh, you had, and I lost my train of thought, edit point one. Oh, one of the things you're doing to maintain your calories is I know you eat a lot of lean cuisine. Yes. Um, how, when you get to your goal weight, how are you going to, are you going to just going to keep eating lean cuisines forever? Or what's Probably. You, <laughs> okay. Probably, whatever works. If it keeps working, okay. I just wasn't sure what the plan was or if you planned on going back to normal food and really just eat them for what, lunch? Well, yeah, and I mean, I am eating real food, you know, that's the thing that's great about it is I'm changing the, the portions that I eat. So I am eating, you know, I eat spaghetti with the family, I'm, I'm eating the, the meals with the family, but I'm just uh, watching the portions and that's what I need to do um, so that I can live a quote-unquote normal life dietarily um, without feeling deprived. And then the other thing I think you wanted to point out was the fact that um, you're you're doing this with no because I'm such the geek of the family and, and you have no body bug you have no heart rate monitor you're just uh, watching what you're eating less and exercising more basically right right <laughs> so you don't pretty need- simple pretty simple <laughs> righty. Any, any other words of wisdom you'd like to leave? Uh, no, I, my recommendation is that people don't do it the way I'm doing it without writing things down because that, that can really, that can fail you. And um, I know, like yesterday, I just recounting what I ate during the day, it's not that I was eating unhealthy things, it's just the total calories um, adds up by the end of the day. And if you really don't watch... Um, you know, you're not going to lose weight. That's me. If you if you tally up your calories at the end of the day, it's too late to change. You go, oh, let's see, and I ate this and that. And, oh, I was at my calories already a little bit after lunch. 
and then I eat dinner, and you're just like, yeah, it's it's, it's too late. You got to kind of keep track as you're going along. Right. Right. And and exercise is really the key because I've tried to do this before without the exercise, and um, and it just didn't work. So exercise is the key, and once you start doing it. You know, on an almost daily basis, it becomes a lifestyle. And I'm at a point now where if I don't go, I feel like something's missing in my day. And, and it really bugs me because it's 90 degrees today and 100% humidity. And I, I'm not going outside, so. Right. So you're doing the Wii Fit instead. Doing the Wii Fit now, yes. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for coming on the show, baby. My pleasure. All right, and there you have it. That is my wife, better known as The Nurse, if you listen to Building a Better Dave. If I ever talk about that, betterdave.com. It's a podcast I do every now and then. Also, another podcast I do every now and then. If you're a Jillian Michaels fan, you might want to check out jillianmichaelspodcast.com. It's another podcast I do. Before we head out the door, a little bit of news. The FDA, we've talked about the uh, fat pill, whatever you want to call it, fat burning pill. Um, Ally has now been, uh, there's, there, the FDA is having them put a warning on it that it may cause liver damage. This is the one that basically, um, how can we say it? Explosive diarrhea is kind of in the mix when you take this stuff. Um, I think it was oily leakage is how they put it on the package. Um, and I said, you know, it's just not, it's just not a pill. There is no pill that makes you skinny. You got to do it. And so Ally now is carrying a warning for kidney uh, problems. And the other thing I wanted to point out that uh, in my last show, I talked about the lady from Walmart that, uh, that said I used to, she ran a 5K and she said, I used to drive a cart around Walmart. I never thought I could do this. I had one of those moments myself this week. I uh, wanted to see how far I could run without really dying. And I thought, you know, let's not go crazy here. And I thought, let's, let's try to go a half a mile. Let's just not, not a sprint, but let's just jog a half mile on the treadmill. And you know what? I did it. And then I would basically walk a half mile and then I would jog a half mile. Now this again is not something I started with, you know, always consult your doctor when you're doing any kind of exercise. But here again was something I thought, nah, I can't do that. And I'm, I'm pretty sure by the end of the summer, I'm going to be able to run or jog, I should say, a mile. I want to be able to jog a mile by the end of the summer. Now, one of the reasons I want to do this is because I think people that run are skinny. I don't know too many people that, what do you do? What do you, well, how do you exercise? Well, I'm a runner. Oh, that's why you're a string bean. So it kind of goes back to that format of find somebody who's skin, skinny and do what they do as long as you don't hate it. And, and I don't really mind this. Um, at this point, it's kind of a challenge and being a guy, I kind of like that challenge. And so I, I, it just goes back to, if you think you couldn't do it, try it. And I was really surprised that I could. In fact, I ended up doing that three or four intervals of half a mile jog. I'd walk for half a mile, half a mile jog, walk for half a mile, you know, and then, um, what that also does is it keeps your heart rate up. And so, um, if you think you can't try because you may surprise yourself because I know I did and I'm going to keep pushing myself just a little bit, 10% at a time, anytime I want to move up. And um, that's going to do it for this edition of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. 
Our website again is LogicalLoss.com. You can subscribe to this podcast and never miss another episode by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. If you'd like to support the show, simply go to shop.LogicalLoss.com. That'll take you over to our Amazon site. Everything you buy over there is deeply appreciated and helps offset the price of the show. Also, if you go to LogicalLoss.com forward slash Moosejaw, M-O-O-S-E-J-A-W, you can get... uh, all sorts of deals on Moose Jaw by using the coupon code MUSIC. You can uh, also, that'll basically take you to a, a show, a page, that, a couple different discounts that we have with companies that you can use as well. So that's going to do it. And I'm going to use the line from Jillian Michaels from, uh, from Losing It with Jillian Michaels. Why would you choose to fail when success is still an option? We'll see you again real soon. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free on iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free, 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com Thanks again for listening You know they say knowledge is power Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon You can do this Live right, lose weight, live long I just wanna be thin I don't deny it thin I wanna try it thin But I can't buy it Guess I'll have to just deny it thin Won't tell you lies I guess I'll have to exercise